Hi guys, it's Baby Peach, and we're back with another episode of Higurashi. Ah, shoot, I did it again. (laughs) Um, for those just listening to the audio, I accidentally hit continue instead of, or I accidentally hit start instead of continue. So, let's begin. As soon as the club activities were finished, Reyna flew off, probably so she could dig out that cute Colonel Sanders that she wasn't able to take home yesterday. So today, it was just me on and me walking home together, a rather rare occurrence. A mountain of treasure, huh? The guys throwing it away probably never thought in their wildest dreams that Reyna would be grateful to them. Mountain of treasure, meaning that damn construction site from before. Oh right, Mion would probably tell me. That murder by dismemberment that seemed to have happened there. Over there, you know, at that damn construction site, did something happen there long ago? Something sure did. A grand battle. There were sit-ins and demonstrations. It was a bit different from what I wanted to hear, but I decided I'd listen just the same. It was our land that was going to be sunk into the damn reservoir. I would have fought as well, probably. The government guys were really adamant about it, acting all big and full of themselves. Since then, figured that they couldn't settle it with money, figured they did a bunch of nasty stuff. They were nasty guys. Mion spoke excitedly, as if the whole thing were happening right in front of her. I'm amazed you guys won. You were facing the federal government, right? The mayor and prominent figures in the village all signed petitions. They went to Tokyo and struck deals with legislators, and as a result, the development plan was retracted. It was our complete victory. Ha 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 ha. There wasn't any violence, was there? Like assaults or murders? None. She promptly cut me off, the same as Reina had. Her words signaled the end of discussion. Tomotaki-san said one arm wasn't found in the incident. I thought that a murder by dismemberment had occurred, but I guess I was wrong. My curiosity unsated, I sighed dejectedly inside. Later, see you tomorrow. Kei-chan, you can't wash that off until you get home, got it? I got it, I won't. Mion held back her laughter while stealing glances at my face. I wonder what kind of nasty doodles they drew. Damn you, Mion, you shall rue this day. If our roles are ever reversed, I'm going to slop it on. All over your face, so you won't be able to take it off, even with the scoring pad. Upon arriving home, I went straight into, ran straight into my mom, embarrassing myself yet again.
The mood I'd come home to was already on edge. It's not an uncommon uncommon thing in our family. Whenever dad can't come up with a good idea, it always ends up like this. He stomps around the house with his arms crossed. Mom whispered into my ear. Welcome home, Keiichi. Dad, he's in a bit of a rut right now, so don't bother him, okay? He can't come up with a new idea? It's because the deadlines are so close together this time. Your dad needs time to recharge or he doesn't do well. Dad's paintings feed our entire family. If he runs out of ideas, then it's the end of the Maibaras. We're never gonna go. We've never gone hungry before. Could it be that my dad is a master painter? Wouldn't it be easier to get an idea taking a walk outside rather than wandering around the house? The theme of the piece this time is in the household. So it seems your dad wants to use this house as a motif. That's quite a bothersome motif. Keiichi, pick up your room. It looks terrible. S sorry, I'll clean it up later. Ah, oh, come on. Please don't use my room as the motif. Keiichi, there's still some time before dinner, so please go take a walk out back or something. His bad mood is only temporary. As soon as he gets an idea, his mood improves and he starts humming. Until then, it won't be a bad idea to just go take a walk so I don't aggravate him further. Well, I guess I will then. I said I was going to take a walk, but I don't have any particular destination in mind. I just needed to kill some time. I got on my bike and pondered where to go. I could just go read at the bookstore, but it would take an hour by bike to get into town. It would be bark it would be dark by the time I got back, so I didn't want to go unless I had to. The roads at night here in Hinamizawa creep me out. If Mion or Satako ever found out about that, I smiled warily. Oh yeah. Rhino was probably still at the Mountain of Treasure. The damn construction site. The excavation of Colonel Mustards was probably taking her a while. It wouldn't be so bad to have her owe me one. She might return the favor next time we have club activities. With a little bit of self-interest in mind, I set off toward the damn construction site. Tomotaki-san might be there as well. The only person with information about the incident that Reina and Leon denied knowing anything about. If I met him again, I'd like to ask for more details. To ask, was there really a dismemberment here in, in Hinamizawa? That was my real intention. I spotted Reina struggling up on the slope of a garbage pile. It looked like Colonel Sanders was lodged in there pretty firmly. It didn't look like Reina would be able to excavate him by herself. 
Realizing that Tomotaki-san wasn't around, I began climbing up the slope unsteadily. Hey, Reina. Looks like you're working up a sweat. Whoa, whoa, Kichi-kun. What brings you to a place like this? A place like this, huh? I see. She was aware of it, at least. I received a signal for emergency assistance at the accident site. Where is the injured party? Huh? Huh? Accident? Huh? But there was a report. Colonel Sanders was buried alive in a trash pile. Huh? Uh, oh, that. You scared me. Don't frighten me like that, Kichi-kun. I was just kidding. I thought you might be struggling by yourself, so I came to help you out. Eh? You came? For me? How? Well, I filled my quota for the day. If I don't see Raina blush at least once a day, then I'm not getting my daily required nutritional intake. Just kidding. You're embarrassing me now. So, huh, what part was the joke? What part was it? I just ignored her bewilderment. Okay, now move out of the way. So where is Colonel Sanders? Ah, sorry. Can't you see him in that gap? He's really buried in there. The Colonel Sanders was sideways, surrounded by boards and other construction materials, like they were caging him inside. According to Reina, it wasn't like this yesterday. It seems as though another illegal dumper came yesterday, dumped again, and now he's buried like this. You're trying to, you're trying to move this pile all by yourself? With those scrawny arms? There's no way she would be able to do that with her slender arms. But Colonel Sanders, so cute. There's a chair on Colonel Sanders at the store. This one, though, I should be able to take this one home. How? If Raina gave up on this Colonel Sanders, she'll probably start devising a plan to steal the one in front of the store. As Raina's guardian, I won't allow her to sully her hands with crime. Out of the way, I'll do it. Reyna blushed again, but this time I left it alone. The pile was enormous. Also, the more days we wasted, the more likely another illegal dumping would occur. If it got buried even deeper, there would be nothing that could be done. Keiji-kun, I'll help too. Let me help. You just get in the way, so stay back. Huh? Pulling out scraps, bending them, tossing them aside, I quickly became covered in sweat and dust. Flying objects drew beautiful arcs across the twilight sky one after another. Lumber. Timber. Plywood. Damn it! No matter how much I threw out, there was still more, even though I could see Colonel Sanders right there. After grandstanding like that in front of Reina, I felt frantic because of how little I had progressed. 
If I was going to do this seriously, I'd need an axe or saw or something. That's enough, Keiichi Kun. You're so sweaty. You don't have to try so hard. I'm just doing it for you, Reina. Don't worry about it. Reina began sputtering and turned beet red. Uh, whoops, I meant to say I was trying my best, so as to keep her from becoming a criminal. Oh well. I guess I just need a break. This is pretty tough. I sprawled on my back over the grassy slope. I'm so sorry. You're covered in sweat. Raina patted her handkerchief against my forehead. It felt pretty nice. Uh, um, well, wait here a minute, okay? My house is pretty close. I'll bring you some barley tea, okay? Leaving the handkerchief on my forehead, Raina took off running. The cries of the Hikarashi gently cooled the air. After I was certain that Raina was gone, I picked myself up and headed towards what I discovered earlier. That was a garbage pile of magazines and newspapers bound up in twine. Unless I'm mistaken. I believe it was around here. There it was. They were bound stacks of not-so-reputable tabloids. They were stacked chronologically going back quite a few years. It was quite a disturbing incident. It seems they hadn't been able to find one of the arms you see. If it was just as Tomotaki said, then undoubtedly there would be a mention of the murder. These are troubled times. There is no end to these sickening incidents. There was a large part of society drawn in by these incidents as well. So it had to be recorded. Somewhere. I unfastened the packages and opened the rain-soaked pages carefully, looking over the table of contents. Not here. Next one. Not here. Next one. It was hard to search since I didn't know when it happened. I didn't know who the perpetrator or the victim was either. I only knew what had happened here. I looked up every so often, checking to see if Raina had come back or not. I wouldn't want her to see me gawking at a dirty magazine, but it wasn't just that. Both Raina and Leon said they didn't know. But it had happened, without a doubt. As long as Tomotaki-san wasn't lying. Then if both Raina and Mion, Ah, oh yeah, there it was. If they just... If they had just said that, then it wouldn't have gotten so hung up on it. An incident that neither Raina nor Mion wished to talk about. Trying to uncover it after they tried to conceal it out of good intentions. That made me feel like I was acting against my friends. Hinamizawa, damn worker lynching, murder by dismemberment. Here it is. The featured article was in the back, and it seemed that there was a photograph in the colored pages at the front. The pages of the featured article were stuck together and weren't easy to open. Raina could return at any moment. Feeling rushed, I gave up and opened the photograph page. The police investigators were carrying a body bag and newspaper reporters were all bathing in it, camera flashes. 
The image was blurry and hard to understand, but I could definitely make out the headlines. A tragic nightmare at the Hinamizawa construction site, lynching and murder slash dismemberment. The victim was the site foreman. He had assaulted his assailants daily with an explosion backlash from his daily actions. It's a horrible image to see the site foreman as it happened. It really did happen. It seemed the details were on the next page. I turned the page without pausing. On it was. The assailants butchered the victim's body with hatchets and pickaxes, then used an axe to split the cadaver into six pieces, the head, arms, legs, and torso. I could understand just from the headline that it was just too terrible, an incident. Normally a lynching is just assault and murder, right? Dismemberment with hatches and pickaxes. That wasn't a lynching. It was a merciless killing to the letter, a brutal murder. Done by a group of people. With hatchets. With pickaxes. With an axe. Ah! So sorry. Did did I startle you? Did I startle you? Raina dropped the axe she was holding onto the grass after being startled by my voice. Kichikun, you see earlier, yeah, you said it would help if you had an axe, didn't you? So, so then I brought an axe for you from the shed. Raina fluttered her arms in a panic, continuing to explain and apologize. It seemed I'd been glaring at her pretty intensely. I'm sorry. I guess my reaction was a bit overboard. N- no, I- I'm sorry as well. I'm sorry. Night was drawing close. I was pretty worn out, and it wouldn't hurt to do the rest tomorrow. Doesn't look like we can break that last beam without an axe. You brought it after all. I'll have to borrow it tomorrow, all right? Okay. Why do you look so glum? Tomorrow we'll be digging out Colonel Sanders, right? You're right. (laughs) I really want to take Colonel Sanders home soon. We both knew that it was useless to apologize any more than that. I quenched my thirst with the barley tea Raina brought and wiped off the sweat that had now gone cold. We took the path to head home. I felt quite guilty about the tabloid wrapped up in my jacket. (sighs) Okay, guys. And with that, I'm ending this episode here. I hope to see you in the next one. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.